Friends, countrymen, nerds from all across the mass nerdiverse, I welcome you to Watch the Dice. And I am your benevolent host, Dan the GM. And as always, I am super excited to greet you. Now, enough with the formalities. I do want to extend personally a hand to join us on our Discord server. Head over to whatthedice.weebly.com, click on over to the links page, and click Discord. It will open up a window and send you the direct invite, and you can join us for all the cool things we got going on. We've got nerd memes, we've got official art, we've got a channel for fan art, and if you're lucky, you can catch one of the cast when they're hanging out and you can actually ask a couple questions. Patreons will always come first though because they got a special channel just to ask us questions. It'll also give you a heads up of anything we've got going on because I tend to post there first before I let out the mass knowledge to the Twitterverse. Past that, I've got nothing else. So I'm going to let you guys get on with this week's episode. It is episode 68 of What the Dice. In the morning, we can feel the warmth of the sunlight as it slowly cresses over the ocean. The smell of salt air stinging our nose as the storyteller is starting to cook breakfast. Some simple eggs, some bread, and a small thing of water. Offering us a small plate of food and water, he smiles. Well, it seems as if those would-be assassins bit off a little more than they could chew. With Kalila's keen shots, Defibulus's notion for destroying things, be it friend or foe, and the powers blessed to collide from his goddess. These would-be assassins clearly did not know who they were dealing with. But now that they have been dealt with, they were given more information and a warm bed to bed down for the night. It seems as if even in the direst of times, a family friend is all you need. And you need a rest. Now, have your meal, a drink, sit back, relax, and hear more of me tale. In the morning, you can hear the sounds of the bard playing a jaunty tune. You also can smell the smell of cooking food permeating the air around you. It is not the normal food you would expect in a tavern. This almost feels like you're in a luxury hotel with the food spread that he has brought out. You see merchants and other 
people who are from noble descent coming out of their rooms to join the food. You can see him behind the bar, and it looks like he is trying to stretch his hands out. Looks like maybe in the mornings, his hands give him the most problems. Seeing you all, he gives you all a big nod. Well, looks like y'all enjoyed your evening. Very nice accommodations. I'm glad you... I ensured that family always get first pick of the nicer rooms. And since no one was staying in it, I gave it to you all for a discount. Well, it's much appreciated. Yep. Well, your parents also paid to put that room on retainer for them, so. Well, that's nice. You want me to see if I can, like, build something for your, help with your hands there, Gramps? He stretches out his fingers, and he's like, nah, I just learned to shoot with my middle finger. It's always nice being able to give someone the bird while you're shooting them. Make a joke. Uh, yeah. Well, you either shoot him or hit him with that giant hammer you have of yours. Yep. That hammer has seen many a skull, many a brain. Obviously, they didn't have brains that they were getting in the way of you. Yeah. So, what are your plans now? Are you going to go off and gallivant around and be a hero, or are you going to go gallivant around and reacquire your family's treasure? Well. Both is on the menu, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to have to talk to the rest of them, but uh, both sounds like a good idea. He nods. He goes, well, I do wish you all the best of luck, and it seems as if luck has smiled upon you. Your friends seem like capable fighters, and you have a large spider that joins you, it seems. Yeah, I'm going to build armor for him and a diving suit. Mrs. Hugin. Fine-looking spider. Oh, um, do be careful. My brother had a wife, if you can believe that. Um, she may stop by here, just FYI. He smiles and pats the rifle that's sitting on the counter in front of him. He goes, I'm pretty sure I can handle uh, a person like her. I still don't know why. what possessed her to marry my brother, though. Money. Lots and lots of money. I was about to say greed and power. Gold blinds. I'd have to blind all five senses with that. I don't think you realize how much money your brother had been raking in from all of what he was doing. I'm too busy running from him and his henchmen trying to kill me. Well, let's just say putting a king's ransom on you would be just like handing out a child's allowance for as much as his your brother had been making. I was about to say, then, uh... He wasn't that serious with the bounties, considering how low it would be if they can easily afford a king's ransom. Especially considering you gotta work on your game, Defibulous. Apparently so. Well, maybe it'll... maybe murdering him will help. Yeah, maybe I'll upgrade to a gold or a plat a platinum platter this time, not a silver. Right. He gives you all a nod and was and lets you eat as he goes about helping serve. So it sounds like we go back to the Holy City. Your friend's still in check. We got some wonderful news for you, Defibulous, that the pieces still exist, potentially. And that Gramps is okay, mostly. Yeah, that he's fine. And it seems like the stars are aligning to have not only a part you can get, 
but our next area that we find the, I believe it's still the Wind Crystal, are both in Godspell. Always wanted to go there. I hear they have some neat stuff there. I know nothing about it. All I know is it takes a lot to, to convince anyone to get in, get let in there. So we've been told so far. By everybody. Well, maybe we can also get the Rat Scholar to help us. Maybe he can have a way for us to get into Godspell too, since he's sending us there. Oh, before I forget, the Fibulus will take out his little his little tape measure and start measuring uh, Hugin's size and dimensions. <laughs> okay. Before you do that, I would like a perception check. From all of us? Just the Fibulus. Mm. Well, 32. As you are discussing, you notice that he has left his rifle on the bar in front of you. You notice something strange about this rifle. Even though it is made of copper and brass, it's like no rifle you've ever seen. It is a sleek design and what looks like a barrel drum underneath that seems to house the shots. You know that it is a pump-action rifle as you've seen that design once or twice before. But past that, you have never seen anything this advanced looking. The stock of the weapon, even though it looks like wood, the wood grain doesn't look quite right. The leather that would be the padding also doesn't seem quite right. It seems that it is a as if it is denser and has strange ridging on it. You also notice that you see no screw or no bolt holding anything together. In awe of this beautifully crafted and wondrous weapon, the Fibulus is going to poke at it and take it, keep looking at it. Are you actually going to touch it? He's going to poke it with his finger. Where on the weapon? Uh, the butt of the weapon. As you touch the stock of the weapon, it feels cold, as if it was not woody. It feels cold and smooth, not like any wood you have ever felt before. Defibius will very carefully pick the weapon up, keeping his finger away from the trigger. The weapon is lightweight. It almost feels as if it is half the weight of your weapon, even though it is much larger than yours. Everything on it is smooth and cool to the touch. You don't feel wood grain. Even the leather doesn't feel quite right. He's just going to be in complete awe of this. Look where his, where his uh, grandfather's at. He is across the tavern serving some breakfast drinks to a few dwarven merchants and seeming to have a chat about travel, business, things like that. He'll, um, with his grandfather looks in their direction, he'll at least motion him over when he has time. After a minute or two of finishing the discussion, he walks over and he goes, now, now, you should know better than touch to touch another man's gun. This thing is a piece of artwork. Where did you find it? Well, you know, I did do quite a bit of traveling, and sometimes when you flip a few stones over, you find a few treasures that you want to keep to yourself. Do you mind if I at least sketch it? 
He goes, mm, go for it. The Fibulous will uh, get a nice sketching, a full sketching of that uh, rifle. Okay. So after a little bit, Kalilo will go, when you're done sketching, shall we head back to the Holy City so we can get off to Godspell? He goes, yeah, probably so. I don't think Gramps is going to let me take that with me. He smiles. He goes, no, but I've had a couple people come by and try purchasing it from me. But you had a good laugh at that. Oh, yeah. Come in here in their black armor. Oh, we want to buy that for a few hundred platinum. And I just aim it at them and tell them to leave. Because it's an impressive weapon. I, well, as your lovely cat friend has said, you should probably get going. The swamps tend to be less dangerous in the morning. I did purify part of the swamp earlier. And what? Now you're a spellcaster. Wild shot. Hmm. Well, keep those wild shots to yourself. I don't need any more damage to my tavern. It's gonna take me about a week to get this fixed anyway. Well, just look at it this way. Now you can get brand new table for over there and nice new walls and floor. Yeah. Yeah, and it's gonna come right out of your pocket. It normally does. He gives you a nod as well as packs you all a lunch for travel. Well, isn't that sweet? Defibulous will give his grandfather a hug and head off with the group. He gives you the hug back and bows to everyone as they leave, giving you the traditional travel safe. Hmm, traditional. Okay. On the road back to the Holy City, taking the road back, cutting through the swamp as you did before, it seems as if the water around the land bridges that you had crossed still are purified. The water is clear and crisp looking and you can see all the way to the bottom. You can see different types of fish swimming around as well as plant growth at the bottom of the ocean, at the bottom of the swamp. As if you had removed some form of taint from the water itself. The furious will look over Clyde. Hey, does that make me a paladin if I purify water? No. Well, darn. Other classes can purify water. Ah, so I'm a priest then, am I? Not necessarily. You're right. I, I don't follow the god things. That's true. You could be a holy gunslinger. You know, it's probably possible, too. You know, sometimes I feel like I am Defibulous's conscience in the back of his head that he just ignores. You, uh, the voice you mean that I ignore when I blow a building up? Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> As it gets close to nightfall, halfway through your travels, a massive storm starts to blow in from the east. It is raining hard, and the rain seems to be falling sideways as the wind picks up harder and harder. Setting up a campsite in this would be near impossible. What are you guys wanting to do? You said setting up here would be near impossible. Shouldn't we then continue on at least until we find some better shelter? Or you can search for shelter. Anyone order a really bad storm? She goes, let me do a quick sprint around and see what I can scout out. I need a survival and then, well, no, let's go perception, then survival. 
And anyone? Yeah, I'm yep. taking it. I'm just mathing. I'll help. Hold on, I'm math. 25. 32. Okay. For perception. Okay. But I rolled survival. And then a 17 on survival. As the storm gets heavier and heavier, Kalila, you eventually find an old... Hold on. A old home that has been damaged over time and different struggles. It looks like it was once just a single single room home, but time has not been nice to it. It would give you shelter for the night, but it also means you are leave, left exposed to the elements. So it's kind of like we can at least huddle in a corner and not get direct rain on us, but that's about the best we're going to find. You could also actually set up a small campfire and stay warm. Yeah. I will uh, go back and find the boys and be like, I found a, a decrepit house. Let's go. As I get... Well, let's see here. Hold on. Let me guess. Detect evil? You know it! <laughs> <laughs> I detect evil. I'd like to cast detect, detect someone detect evil. All right. You look to your left and you see Clyde, and he is detecting evil. I feel secure now. <laughs> you feel a sense of security you do not detect anything evil that is not buried under how deep does your detect evil go it goes through walls and ground uh yes it goes through only I think only a foot in the ground though on and it goes through simple walls more than an inch it's kind of like one of those things, if it's a standard size wall, you can kind of detect through it. If it's a uh, Dwarven Kingdom Correct. battlement, uh, that's like 10 feet of no. Correct. Well, underneath the pile of stones by a tree, you find, you sense some evil, but it is buried underneath the stone. And it's about the size of a doll. Well, not the evil dolls again. <laughs> but we don't know this. Only Clyde does. But it is buried underground. I'm about to tell them that. So we have more evil dolls? Okay. Um. We we have. All right. How many? How long have we traveled? Uh, you're about halfway back to the holy city. Okay. So first of all, there's something evil down there, and it's you know, in the ground. So I'm going to cast a spell, detect, uh, curse. Okay. Um, yeah, it would be a cursed item. Okay, I'm going to remove curse. I honestly don't know if you can. Give me a moment, let me... Remove curse can remove all curses on an object or a creature. Hmm. If the target is a creature, which it's not, uh, yeah... Remove curse does not remove the curse from a cursed shield, weapon, or suit of armor. That's it. It does not re it it does not remove curses from what? Shield, weapon, or suit of armor. That's it. Everything else gets removed. All right. Uh, so, do you have to roll to do this? Not if it's not a person. Okay. How close do you need to be? Uh, I have to be within touch range, actually. Hmm. Okay. As you get closer, the ground seems to move slightly. 
as a small poltergeist begins to stand up and begins to float in front of you. Oh, well, this is great. Clyde, are you making friends again? Apparently. Did you hug it? Did you say hello? I'm about to. Did you tie a rope to it? I'm not sure if I can. Well, Kalila is waiting for him to say hi. <laughs> All right, so hold on. Let, let's let's let, let's stop there for a moment because I think something else will happen. I didn't realize I had to touch it. So, um, but if it comes up, I will say hello. It stares at you, and it cocks its head. It doesn't seem malevolent right now. But its eyes are locked onto you. I need you to roll a will check. Will is plus six, so 21. You pass. You're able to step back, and as you do, the strange poltergeist slowly sinks back into the ground. Uh, can I ask what um, effect it would have been? It would have been fear. It can't. I can't be feared. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, aura of it's courage. It's actually. It's not even technically fear. It's that you get. Your your. Uh, you start to get troubled dreams. So it's not technically fear. It's just a. It's a mind altering effect. Okay. I mean, you passed it, so it doesn't matter either way. But yeah, I'll keep that in mind. I forgot that you have that funky paladin ness. Yeah, I'm paladin. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not afraid. And it, it literally any fear, magical or otherwise. Well, it doesn't say that it's fear. I think it's just a mind-altering thing. Okay. Well then, hold on one moment. There's another something that um, I think I can bless the the land. I just have to look for the. Uh, spell. Mm -hmm. But I did say hello and it didn't do anything. Yeah. So I'm going to tell them, I said hello. It didn't do anything. So, Kalila, what do you think the chances are he's going to make this thing mad? <laughs> I'm going to probably agree with both of you. Um, I think it's going to be already mad, so 100%. Well, Kalila's gonna just, uh, go ahead and ready her bow. Oh, well, this... if... okay, so where in the place is this? Yep. Like, where in the, uh... So that we, we also know where, uh, Clyde's standing, but he said by the rock pile. So I'm assuming, like, one of the three big boulders or something. Oh, okay, in the little, little trio. So Clyde's up over there. Yeah, it's buried underneath the rubble. So someone had already taken the time to bury this item. Well, well, um, we can probably stay here um, as far as we're away from it, and then tomorrow uh, morning we can take care of it. Clyde, are you sure we should disturb that thing? We can just find different shelter. Not unless it views this as its house. I'm rolling knowledge check on what the heck this thing is and how to let what I know about it. Roll knowledge. Uh, lay, nature, local, or arcana, or planes. Arcana. You know 
I rolled a seven. It's a spooky, spooky ghost thing. Antifibulous. Yo. Do you know how to sp fight spirits? I can't say that I've necessarily hunted one. Um. I don't think I've ever fought one, but I can. Let me stop thinking on that. Do you have knowledge, Arcana? Nope. Okay. He does not. So you have no earthly idea how to deal with ghosts. Clyde, do you know how to fight ghosts? Anything that can hit something that's incorporeal, like any magic weapon. Well, I was going to look down at her bow and wonder if casting Gravfo counts. Because uh, it's I... technically magically enhancing her bow. But it's not... It's not changing the fact that it's not just a standard arrow. Yeah, it's... The arrows are still non-magical, so the bow would be magical, but the shots are not. Lila's going to quietly mumble underneath her breath. She needs to go to Mexi's shop. I can always try to intimidate it. Just, well, I can intimidate it, too. Will magic hurt a ghost? Yes. As far as I know. All right, so at least I'm going to cast spells. So do you guys want to find a place inside the home to rest, or are you going to poke at the strange ghost doll Uh, Kalila's gonna at least test the waters of, can they go in the house and it leave them alone, or if it's gonna be like, I pass through the threshold and it screeches at me. As you enter it, it seems to mostly ignore you. Seems it seems that if you are you, no. within... It seems that if you are in within a certain, like playing the back and forth, you find that, you know, within about 20 feet of where it's it laid to rest, you can, it will appear. But if you stay just outside the 20 feet, it just stares at you. It doesn't try anything. Well, as long as you're fine with a ghost staring at you, it doesn't seem to get pissed off that I'm in the house. I mean, we did camp in a, a cursed swamp, so, I mean, it's kind of normal for us, isn't it? How, can, how bad can it be? You have a point with the cursed swamp. That's true. Alright, are you still poking the dead thing? Um, I am, well, I am currently standing there looking down at, uh, my book. Just so you know, that's what I'm doing right now. I say it's buried, leave it buried. But I'm gonna build a campfire. Yep. It's evil. I kind of can't leave it for somebody else to use or you be afflicted the doll. by it. <laughs> you covered what? it with a blanket and wrote words saying don't touch and left the doll. Yeah, because at that time I couldn't do anything about it. I wasn't a paladin then. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So if I find something really evil, I can just throw a blanket over it and say, don't touch? No, now that he's an official paladin, that doesn't work anymore. It was before he became a paladin. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I can get you to bless some of my bullets so I can shoot it? Oh, yeah. Can you bless my arrows? I mean, technically I could, but it blesses a weapon. I don't, I can't bless multiple things. How many can you bless? All right. But anyway, so... Right now, I can't really find anything that blesses the land, so I would say everybody be ready. I can bless it with a bolt of lightning. 
<laughs> I can bless it with a bullet. That's not how that works. Well, can you bless? It's in the ground. Uh, okay, but our point is asking of, I don't have a magical weapon to hurt this thing. I can't do any damage to it, neither can Hugin. And uh, Defibulus is asking for blessed bullets because he's out of wild shot. We, you, you'd be the only one that could hurt this thing. Unless you bless something for us. So at least you have somebody doing some damage. Which, if we're talking about that, go with the boomstick. I mean, I'm thinking about making, I don't know how to, does holy water work if you pour it? I'm not sure how holy water works. So can we have a conversation with this ghost thing? Yeah, can we try talking to it? I didn't say it? anything when I said hello. Well, maybe it's just quiet. Sometimes they might see if you can get it to like, I don't know, find a way to say yes or no. Hi, Mr. Ghost thing. Clyde, do you have anything like call spirit spell or anything like that? No. Then you're not going to be able to speak to it. I got handle animal. <laughs> You just want to use handle animal. I, I just want to talk to animals. Talk to Hugin. Yeah, he's the only one that listens. Because apparently that's a freaking druid only spell. Nope. It would. It doesn't work like that. I have, Even if I bless the weapon, I'd only be able to do one thing. Yeah, so if you bless the gun, then... His, uh, the shots don't count. Oh. So he could bless like the pouch of bullets. Nope. Only one, one bullet. Thing. One bullet to rule them all. I mean, one bullet nearly brought down the entire bar. That's true. Do you have that magical spring? Individual arrows or bolts can be transmuted, but affected projectile weapons, such as bows, don't confer the benefit to the projectiles they shoot. Wait. If you bless one single arrow and I put it in my like quiver of Everfill, will it hold the enchantment and just replicate that enchanted arrow? Yeah, sadly no. Ball! I had to try. I know you did. I had to try. So, are you guys going to camp for the night now? Oh, I'm gonna uh, remove curse. You have to then dig it out and touch it because it is buried under a foot of stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'm just going to ready my own spells, like, you know, lightning. Give me a moment. I need to roll percentiles. Ooh, if it's a magically summoned, like, spirit animal? Will that work? Will summons nature ally work? <laughs> Slide. As you begin to dig the stones away, you find a strange doll. The eyes are black and vacant. The hair on it seemed to be covered in mud and worms. The clothing that it's, it's dressed in seemed to be ancient. Would remind you of clothing that even you would have never seen. Someone who was poor and had to just get by by what they could. The doll seems to have been buried with haste and the stones placed upon it. The strange poltergeist stares at you, watching. Alright, then first I'm going to do uh, protection from evil. Okay. And then I will... Yeah, let's just do uh, 
Oh wait, no, I here it is your phone. You're waiting on what? He's still trying to f figure out what he's gonna do. Oh, is he trying to get it out of the ground? He's got it out, or he's got it unburied. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. So right now, because I see this other thing, we are going to, I'm not gonna do anything right now. Okay. We will wait until tomorrow. So you've unburied it, and you're just leaving it out in the open? No, I'm gonna like push rocks and stuff back on it. Changed okay. his mind, he noped. Right. No, I, I, paladins can't just pick any spell they want. They have to memorize. So remove curse is something I'm always going to have memorized just because it's a huge thing. But the other spell that I want to cast, I don't have memorized right now. So I have to wait until tomorrow morning to do it. All right. Re remember it. What is your sleeping order? Like, what is your order of... Um... The Fibius will take first watch. Thank you. Watch. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome. All right. Defibulous. As you sit there near the campfire as your two allies sleep, you watch the rain come down and move sideways as the wind continues to howl. In the distance, you see movement as it seems like traitors are taking the road and continuing on. Some of them have carriages or covered wagons protecting them from the storm itself, and they just keep pushing forward. As time passes by, the storm lets up for what seems to be a brief moment, and then comes down again hard. At the end of your shift, who do you pick to take next watch? Uh, I'll pick Kalila. Also, where's our horses at? They're yeah. underneath there with you. Oh, okay, good. I was like, we should have horses, shouldn't we? I'm not going to find horse icons for this thing. Yeah, that's just too much. We're just going to preemptively cardboard cut out there with us. Okay. Kalila. What? You're, you're up. Ow. Alright, she'll get up, take watch. I need a perception check from both of you as you guys are changing guard. 31. Okay. What? Hold on, I'm mathing. For 23. With the 23, um, what was your role, Defibulous? 31. You both sit and watch in the shadows as you feel like you saw some movement. Still staring in the darkness, you definitely saw something moving around towards the rock pile where the strange doll was laid. Oh yeah, totally honing in on that. Same. That, the the quiet nudge of a flick as we're both probably staring it down, reaching to get each other's attention quietly. I need one more perception check from both of you. 30. 32. She's gotta beat me both times. I can't help it. I got a plus 13 to perception. <laughs> so do I. I have 14. I have a keep... three. <laughs> At least you're not in the negatives anymore. It's true. Staring darker into the darkness, your eyes slowly adjust. But you don't see a figure. You just see the stones moving out of the way. Then you see the doll seemingly float up and then disappear. 
Oh, you didn't like the good. fact I was going to remove the curse, did you? You're asleep. No, I'm talking out of character. Damn. <laughs> Dan's going to ignore it. The god ignores you. No, seeing that, Kalila's definitely going to quietly just reach over and shake Clyde awake. And then as soon as she kind of <laughs> feels like him waking up, is just shh. Okay. So. And then she's going to point. Perception check, Clyde. I have a 15. You do notice that the stones are not where they were, but past that you don't see anything. There's a brief moment where there is a strike of lightning. And it looks like as if the rain is striking something that is not perceivable. And then... I detect evil. <laughs> you should have saw that coming. What's your range on it? 60 feet. You detect no evil. I move out here. And... I need a reflex check. 23. As you step down into that square, the ground gives out from underneath you and a small five-foot deep hole is where you are standing. You are able to jump back just in time before falling. Hmm. Should we go check on him? He's fine. You can see him. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if we could see him through the wall because it looks like there's a wall in the way. It's, it's like crumbled. crumbled roll. I didn't know he could jump like that. You didn't like me about to remove the curse. I don't think he was able to <laughs> jump like that before in his plate mail. I'm still impressed he could jump like that anyway. I can jump like that. Of course you can. Hey, my calves are amazing. <laughs> Dude, you could hear us either. Are you sure they wouldn't look even more amazing if you had those heels that help you unlock things that Mexi sold? I mean, they would make your calves just pow, pop. They would be wow, pop. But no thank you. It's bad for the spine. So I don't see anything or detect anything at all anymore? Nope. You also don't have night vision, so you're looking into just sheer darkness. Around me, I should be able to see something. Yeah. Yeah, but I have the question of before there was a thing of detect evil and it appeared and there was a thing that was evil and the thing that was evil is no longer there. Yeah, there's no more evil around. So let's go back to sleep. Clyde, I question your judgment. <laughs> what do you mean? We clearly there's... saw things moving, like spiritually or what have you, through thin air. Those rocks were moving. That's what I was trying to show you. And you're telling me the evil thing is gone? Yeah, the evil thing's gone. Kalila's gonna have one of those oh hail no moments and is gonna come outside and look around. It's one of those things that if you're evil and you sense something holy that can destroy you, wouldn't you wanna leave too? I hear that, but I'm gonna play on the uh side of caution, and I'm perceiving around for anything out of the ordinary to continue happening. Survival check. Survival or perception? Survival. Twenty-three. As you get close to the rocks, you begin to look around. You start to notice that there are footprints in the mud, and it looks like they had circled around the building a few times during the storm. Ooh, 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 I have bonuses to track. I get to, can I roll my survival again to track these these tracks? Absolutely. Tracking tracks. The fabulous will follow. Uh, thir 32. You walk around the one room 
destroyed home about five times, and then you walk around the stones about three or four times before walking back and following the trail onto the main road and heading towards your destination. Clyde, this thing got up and moved and continuously walked around the house watching us and then went back out into the road. It's probably gone. Okay. It's still evil, but it's probably now free. Just had to poke it, didn't you? Had to unbury it. I mean, I didn't touch it. No, but you unburied it. And then I reburied it. What if there was a magical spell that was linked to the stones or some kind of druid or something and you disrupted the thing? Yeah. We would have sensed it. Maybe? I didn't detect magic on it. Yeah, because Kalila never detects magic. Not often. <laughs> well, do we want to go back to sleeping or do we want to follow the tracks before the storm washes them out? Let's just go back to sleep. Kalila is now very confused. If it was, oh, should I uh, go get our pack since I'm pretty certain we're going to be tra- tra- tracking something in the mud? Well, if it's a magical doll that's moving along, I'm sure that we won't be able to uh, find it if it doesn't want to be found at the moment. Wait a minute, are you saying you're letting an evil doll run rampant across the world now? No, I'm saying I can't detect it, so... He's evil. He's possessed. You know, you're starting to make sense there, Defibulous. God, maybe I'm possessed. (laughs) No, you just hallucinate. That's right. Sorry. Are you the real Clyde? Always. But you're letting an evil doll run around. I'm not letting it. But you're not chasing it, and that seems very suspicious. I had to prepare for it. So you needed to be Dawn in order to remove the curse. I needed to be... I need to go back... Well, at the moment, I need to memorize new spells, which I haven't gotten to do yet, to take on the evil doll. You have a magical sword you can hit it with. He's possessed. Defibulous, you stay here. I'm going to go track the doll. Yes, I can hit it. I can hit it all I want, but I can't remove the curse and prepare us, all of us, to be able to hurt it. Yeah, but wait a minute. There's also a spell that gives you a holy arrow that I need to memorize. Wait, you're you're leaving me with the possessed guy? What do you. He's at least non aggressive. I have to track this doll before it washes away. Yeah, but what if it ambushes you and you're not there with. Without our possessed paladin, I'll send Hugin back. What was you to leave Hugin with the, with the possessed guy? I can see through Hugin's eyes. Exactly, and Hugin can like make him all sticky and webbed. All right, Hugin, stay here and watch Clyde. Fabulous, <laughs> you're with me. Kalila, I don't feel like this is a good idea. I understand that this evil doll has you know escaped and everything, but one. It's an evil doll that can get up and move. Um, that's, you know, worrisome on itself. Two, preparation for any battle is key to success. So, all of us prepping and being able to fight in, you know, this weather is more appropriate. My point and is, is we're not going to be able to even track it to do anything about the evil doll we unleashed upon the world, which I don't understand. You don't want to go tracking it down. I didn't do it. We can't fight it right now. By you the have a that... magical sword. We can't fight it right now. You said magical items damage it. No, damage ghosts. You asked about ghosts. I have no idea about a cursed doll. I can shoot it like the last one. Typically, you can just destroy the doll. You just destroy the cursed object, and the curse is lifted, because there's no more object. Remember, we tried to destroy the other doll? 
No, we didn't. We covered it up. I shot it. We shot at it. Oh yeah, we did shoot at it and it didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't do anything. I still think he's possessed. So you just want to let this evil doll just gone? We're not going to be able to do anything. Once again, I'm not letting it go. I'm preparing for it. Can you and stay you here off and prepare? on your own is a bad idea. He's possessed. Stay here with Hugin and prepare your spells. No! <laughs> if it gets away... And what if it kills you? It's not going you to. You can't hurt it. Uh, we don't I know can that with for magic. Sure. I can we burn don't... it. Everything is susceptible to fire. <laughs> fire is not susceptible to fire. Uh, technically. Greater fire is susceptible to weaker fire. Or vice versa. Weaker fire is susceptible to greater fire. And how do you know that it doesn't possess a greater fire than you do? I don't know. It might not. You know how I know he's possessed? He didn't try to hug it. Yeah, well, he might have actually been smart enough. He did stop me from hugging that, like, cannibalistic child thing. Shrebius <laughs> is going to look down the road to see if he can see anything moving down that way. Perception check. Nat 20. Ha! <laughs> You see, uh, you know, about however far your night vision is, just on the edge of it, you see what looks like a small campsite. You see someone has set up a leather tarp and has a campfire underneath. And it looks like there's about four people sitting under there sharing a meal together. It's a tarp. <laughs> Hey guys, there's some other people who set up camp. Uh, just at the very edge of my vision. Looks like four, maybe five people be setting up. Kalila's gonna look. Yeah, you Nat see 20. what- You, what's your uh, dark vision length? Should double be the same that. Double so that Kalila. of a normal, it's double that of a normal person's night vision. So I can see twice as far. You can also see this campfire set off just outside the road underneath a few trees. A large leather tarp has been stretched out across some posts. A campfire underneath and about four, maybe five seem to be sitting there sharing either a meal or they are getting ready to bed down. So nothing in extra with a defibulus. You just see it a little bit So they bit haven't clear. gone to sleep. Sorry. Never mind. I can't see this stuff. <laughs> Does anybody tell me about this? Yeah, we Defibulus did. Okay. This raises an eyebrow to Clyde because it is after first watch, so it is peculiar that they have not gone to bed yet. We should go investigate. Oh, now he wants to investigate. <laughs> There's other people that are at risk now. Oh, so it doesn't matter about the rest of the world, just these people. Just the pro close proximity people. Oh, yeah, he's possessed. And what happens if the There's dolls evil over in there? this world that we can't perceive or see, and there are risks for all the people of the world. I can't go chasing something that I don't know about, but the people that are right in front of us, if we can protect them in some way, shape, or form, then I will. Possessed. Lila's <laughs> gonna go, fine. Am I allowed to go sneaking ahead first? Or do you want to just walk up and say hi? 
I'm gonna go down and walk up and say hi. Lila's just gonna face palm and stand next to the fabulous. Should we bring the horses or no? Uh, they might just run away if this is like some evil illusion. I'm detecting magic as we get a little closer. And when I get close enough, I'm also going to detect evil. <laughs> okay. As you all approach Kalila with your detect magic, all of them seem to have magical equipment of some shape or enchantment, some in varying degrees. Even the tarp seems to have a slight magical glint to it. You'll quietly let everybody who's in earshot know, hey guys, they do have a lot of magical items, just so you're aware. Clyde, you detect no evil. Alright. There's no evil that I detect. I'm going to make a little bit more noise so they hear me coming and not scare them. Perception check. Hello! From everyone. 32. 26. Four. <laughs> Wait, is that a one? I have water in my eyes, shut up. As Clyde is making noise and going, Hello! Zephibulus and Kalila notice five red dots appear on his chest. Five red dots? Yes. Oh shit. Oh shit, they're predators. Right? Do they get past my shield? Kalila. Yeah. This looks like the same red dot that your bow now can produce. I have a shield. They're not doing any damage. No, I mean, like, that would probably cover more than half my bite. But you're walking up all friendly folk-like to these guys with your shield out and defensively while you're trying to make as much noise so that way you don't startle them. Possessed. Correct. Because, one, um, I don't want to scare them if they're friendly, but there's no way for me to know that they're not hostile. Well, then the red dots are on your shield. Which you still might not see. Shoot, no, no, I don't see them. No, no, I, I probably won't see them. You're just making sure to emphasize they're on their shield, not your chest. Yes. Okay. Are those red dots on his shield? Clyde? Yes, ma'am. Stop. Clyde stops. And get into cover. Does anyone speak under common? Oh, God. I'm gonna go with no. I speak orc. I gotta find my languages one second. Oh, wait, common, draconic, gnome, sylvan. Nope. Yeah, I got sylvan, goblin, common, catfolk. Alright. A few moments pass, and you hear them speak out in a different language. Kalila. Yeah. In catfolk, you hear, step out into the light. What light? There's a thunderstorm. Do you mean step towards your campfire? Step towards the light, or we will open fire. What light are they talking about? Most likely the campfire. They probably want you to step closer. Clyde. Uh, are you are you telling us? Because I can create a light if you really, really want me to. You don't speak cat folk. Clyde. That's why I said, is she telling 
house. That's why I said That's it. what I was about to do is Clyde was going, Clyde, step into the ring of light of coming from their campfire. Sure. Clyde, as you step into the light, you recognize the armor that they are wearing. The sleek black lining of the strange leather and metal. On their shoulder, the symbol of the Institute of Extraplanar Study. They are all drow. One of them raises his hand and goes, It's the guy, it's the agents. Lower your weapons. Good evening. They shake their head and they just kind of chuckle. Where are the rest of you guys? Lila will step out and speak. Do you mean my two uh, other party members, or are you insinuating there are others? Um, talking about you and the other agents. Okay. And they are currently out in the darkness at the moment, seeing what happens when I step into the light. Well, come on. We just sat down for dinner. That is a late dinner. We are drow, and we tend to travel by night. The Institute sent us out because there was rumor of some hidden extraplanar item. There is. Oh, you mean the one you uncovered and then reburied again? Yes, that one. You're possessed by? I'm not possessed by it, but thank you. They welcome you into their camp, and they explain that these five drow are part of a special collection unit known as the Toymakers. Oh, interesting. We've come across two dolls now. The one... Well, the first one that was reported was over in the cursed swamp area. It has already been collected, categorized, and is currently in security. Yeah, we were the ones who That's reported good. it. Did you guys get my note? Yes, we did. This one was reported by a few people that were merchants that claimed that the spirit told them to impale themselves on swords. Uh. So with those rumors, we were sent out to gather it. And it seemed as if you all had beaten us to it. Sort of. Yes, I was in... Uh, I had to rest for the evening to gain the spells um, on the morrow to destroy it, but it had left its current area. One of them nods and goes, well, yes, it's currently being held in a special bag. Why don't you guys have a, a rest for the night? We'll make sure that nothing else bothers you so that you all can get a good night's rest. So you retrieved it? Yes. Good thing I didn't shoot first. Oh. Wow. I had just walked away. I didn't realize you were that quick in getting it. We have been scouting this area for a couple of days. We were waiting for someone else to awaken it. Okay. So should I destroy it? No, we will be taking care of it. We want to study the items before destroying them to see if they are actually malevolent or if there's something else going on. Uh, small evil to possibly get to a bigger evil. Correct. Understood. 
Are you guys taking up their offer to rest for the remainder of the night? I'm going to uh, sense motive just, you know, real quick, because nobody has asked for the symbol of that, but I'm just going to do that first. Okay. Yeah, don't we have signet rings? Well, you guys are the primary agents, and you do see the symbol on their uniform, or on their armor. All right, that's fair. I got a 14. They seem like they are telling the truth. Okay. I will take you up in the offer. Um, I will leave the decision up to my friends. Up to my friends. The Fibulous Kalila? Yeah, I'm going to take the welcome sleep. Okay. Yeah, the favorite to join the camp. Alright. As you guys rest underneath this canopy, the storm continues on, and you are all able to get a good night's rest. As morning dawns, the camp is gone, but there is still the sense of you are being protected by someone. And that is where we end this episode. Sometimes, me friends, you find allies in the darkest of places. And it seems as if the agents are well known throughout the Institute of Extraplanar Studies. And it seems as if the Rat Scholar has done much, much more than what the agents themselves have seen. Well, that is all we have for this time. And as always, me friends, May the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 